What is up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Surfing the Stream, where every week we are on a quest to find out what is the greatest movie of all time. I am Matt Primo, joined by my brother, Josh Primo. What's up, my bitches? I seriously thought you were going to fuck with me right there and make me have to start all over again, but you did not. So I'm I'm going to applaud you, sir, for having some restraint. Uh, yeah. You know what's funny, though, is I flipped over my notepad and I was going to, uh, and I seen this. Uh, the other day, I had to go to a different address than where they had originally sent me. And I thought the guy called it Foghorn Avenue. And I said, hey, man, can you go ahead and spell that? I can't find it on the map. That dude done told me Paul Garrett. Paul Garrett? <laughs> I'm like, how the, how the fuck did I get Foghorn out of that? <laughs> Guys, this is, the, this is the type of people that we have running our country. <laughs> 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 this is probably why we have a national shortage. <laughs> uh, probably so. <laughs> this guy's just like, I'm not even gonna fight it. You're probably right. <laughs> yeah, I wish I'd have flipped the note to a like a uh, blank page, and I would have not remembered that. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're new here to surfing the stream, uh, every week we review at least two movies. Uh, I am in the middle of doing anime in review. And then Josh and I review at least once one movie a week. And this week we are reviewing one of my favorites, uh, and that is The Town. Uh, if you have not seen this or or whatever, you don't want to get spoiled by anything, then go ahead and back out of this review and come back whenever you uh, decide to watch it. But this movie's been out for 11 years, so there will be spoilers ahead. Uh, but before we do that, shout out to our $20 tier supporters, Carmen DeSico. Uh, Car- oh shit, I fucked that up. <laughs> Carmen DeSico, Eric Hernandez, Sharon Petrie, Lindsay Humble, and Michael King. We appreciate y'all supporting us at that $20 tier each and every month. Without y'all, we would not be able to do this. So thank you so much. And if you would like to consider supporting us uh, each and every month, you can go to patreon.com slash two game. That is the number two. Support us at any of those tiers and you get access to a bunch of different podcasts, Ransom Raves, Wall of Death podcasts, you get access to uh, Patreon-exclusive segments as well, and then you get to vote and become a creator-slash-producer of our podcast each and every week. So if that uh, tickles your fancy, patreon.com slash two-game. Again, the number two. Uh, but that's enough of that bullshit. Let's dive into the town. It is about a proficient group of thieves that rob a bank and hold Claire, the assistant manager, hostage things begin to unravel and become complicated when one of the crew members falls in love with claire uh this movie is directed by ben affleck who has also directed live by night uh argo and gone baby gone this movie had a budget of 37 million dollars and it grossed worldwide 154 million dollars it stars ben affleck rebecca hall john ham jeremy renner and blake lively it has a runtime of two hours and five minutes, and it was released worldwide or released worldwide September seventeenth, twenty ten. Do you have any fun facts or uh, trivia or whatever the fuck, sir? Uh, <coughs> it's usually called a goof, but we'll go ahead with the. <laughs> what the fuck, man? Look, man, yeah. here I'm just here for the fucking ride today, okay? Uh, this one's stretching it, man. Uh, toward <laughs> the end. <laughs> That's the first time I've ever got to say that. 
<laughs> such a fucking child. <laughs> it's like, how do you even? How do you even go? How do you even continue on after that? I'm telling you, man. Now it's gonna be anticlimactic. So when that ambulance rams into that mobile command center at the end, uh, you can see that the mobile command center has a cable attached to the rear of it. I watched it over about five times. You can definitely see something, but it definitely almost got edited out. Uh, I don't know. Somebody had been watching this movie pretty damn hard. <laughs> Shout out <laughs> to, to notice that. They're like frame by frame. Yeah, it, it, it took me five or six times. I'm like, I think that's the cable, but eh. the rest of them are kind of lame. So I just bypassed. So here are the fun facts that I have. Uh, Jeremy Renner received an Academy Award nomination for this performance. Look, I'll kind of dive into a little bit more of the performances and whatnot in, in just a few minutes. I think he did a really great job. I wasn't aware at all that he got nominated for this. I was like, well, what was the competition like that year? I mean, this is a really great performance, but it's like, was it a nomination-worthy performance? Uh, I mean, it was really good. I'd have, it was really I'd have good. to say, I have to say, he's probably one of the better ones on the show. On the show, yeah. So I mean, I don't know. I was, I don't, I was really shocked by it. Like I, I, I watched the movie. And I'm like, that's a really great performance. Yeah, but I just didn't think it was Academy Award nomination performance. I mean, I don't know. It's Academy, it's Academy Awards. I think they submit themselves to that. This is true. He probably he probably voted for himself being there. I mean, I would. I mean, I'm not deny I'm not denying that I wouldn't do it. I mean, somebody's got to pull your pretzel. Might as well be you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, when you get nominated for Paramedic of the Year. It's like I'll vote for myself. I mean, I didn't vote Five. for myself. I told everybody not to vote for me. So you used reverse psychology. Look at you with the big fucking word. Fuck. Uh, Get some of this. Come sit on it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this guy pulling out all the stops today. Uh, so Jeremy Renner surrounded himself with actual convicted bank robbers in Charlestown for research uh, to help nail down the accent. So let me let me ask you this. Now that we're on the subject, is it Charlestown or Charleston? I don't think they would no, say it's, Charleston. I mean, in Boston, it'd be like, Charleston? <laughs> what the fuck yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> that was... That was the most southern fucking accent of a Boston accent I've ever heard. <laughs> I got oh. a turkey sandwich over here in this car. <laughs> So I actually looked it up because I was confused. I thought it was uh, it was Charleston. It's not. It's Charlestown. Uh, Charleston is in South Carolina. That was what I was thinking of. So my it's, that's that's goof on my part. Stupid. Yeah, I'll take that one. Uh, Mark Wahlberg was originally wanted for the role of James Coughlin, but was unavailable due to the due to filming The Fighter. Uh, it'd been pretty interesting to see him in this movie. I would have. I'd been okay with that. I would. I would have put him as Doug. Mm. I know, I know, you like to ride Ben Affleck. 
and can't get enough of that dude. But I dude, think he, I, 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 we've had two movies with him in it. I haven't said shit about Ben Affleck. You fucking salivate him, man. I, I can hear you fucking, man. I can hear your vagina getting wet from here. <laughs> I don't. I don't have a good comeback for that. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like, sounds like mac and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it smells like hot dog water in here. (laughs) (laughs) I have nothing, (laughs) sir. (laughs) (laughs) So the original cut of this movie was uh, originally four hours long, uh, but the studio wanted it to be no longer than two hours and ten minutes, so they cut it down to two hours and five minutes. Uh, there is an extended edition of this movie, and it's I think twenty five minutes longer. So I'm 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 curious. I, the next time I want to find out what what is in the extended edition to see if it adds anything, uh, because it seems like a pretty cut and dry movie. I don't know what else they could add to this movie. You know, maybe if they took out some of that love shit and put more shooting in there, that'd have been badass. So we'll get into we'll get to that in just a second, sir. We'll get into that in just a second. Uh, the adaptate. This is the adaptation of the novel *Prince of Thieves*. Apparently, the extended edition is closer to the novel than what we got. Uh, and then the last one, which was kind of cool, I guess. Uh, Dez's death, the one that happened at Fenway Park. He got shot in the head. Yeah. Uh, he had to be signed off by Major League Baseball. Uh, one scene was cut because it was too violent. And they had to use another cut with less blood. Oh, that's lame. Yeah, it's crazy that Major League Baseball had to be like, nah, 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 fam. Nah, nah, too bad. Why not do like a horse track instead? Like an off off track horse betting and they rob it. Because uh, Ben Affleck rides the dick of the Boston Red Sox because he's from Boston. So this was like the perfect chance to film a movie at Fenway Park. Ah. Now, my question is, I don't want to put you on the spot here, sir, but did you know that was the Red Sox uh, baseball park? Man, you know I didn't know that. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. That's fair. I thought it was a damn football stadium. <laughs> I, I, I thought they were playing golf there. Man, damn, I, I was looking for the horses. <laughs> Motherfucker, right here, man. <laughs> so I think the the first thing, kind of jumping into this movie, jumping into our general impressions, is the one thing that when we when we first decided to do this movie, I was reading the synopsis to you. I said drama romance. Um. I've seen this movie like three or four times. I don't remember there being no fucking romance in this thing. Rewatching it, I was like, oh, fuck, this, the, the, there's a lot of love story in this. Tons of it, man. Like, I was like, are we watching a fucking notebook or are we watching a dead damn heist movie? See, I think it adds another, another little layer to it, but I don't know. They, I think they did a good, good job of, of making that that relationship develop over the course of the entire movie. Now, with that being said, I don't believe for one fucking second that this bitch thinks that she is going to go with him 
after he just told her, oh, yeah, we robbed you, took you hostage, and I started following you and then fell in love with you. Yeah, I, I cannot I cannot disagree with any of that, sir. And she's like, oh, I'll go away with you. I was like, huh? You will? Yeah, but, you know. But then she saw him, so it's like, eh, either or, you know. But then it's like how they met. I mean, who the fuck meets in a laundry mat? Yeah, it just seemed... That's like where you meet your meth dealer, not a fucking woman. <laughs> <laughs> so those scenes, those all those scenes when they when they first met, like Ben Affleck knows that she is the one from the from the bank. She obviously doesn't know him. I don't know if it's good acting or if it's bad writing in those scenes. I'm a lean. I'm a. I'm a give them the benefit of the doubt and say it's good writing because. Or uh, good, good acting, because Ben, you look at Ben Affleck in these scenes, and you're like, that dude is like not even trying to hide the fact that he knows who she is. Like you know what I'm saying? I, I yeah, I picked up on that. There was one where he, he said about her having a Prius, and she's like, "How the fuck did you know?" Like it seems like my kids were the ones telling the lies. Like that's, I don't know if that's good acting or or what the fuck it was. I don't, I think it. I don't know. I get where you're going with that. Because she's like, sure. uh, yeah, I work at a bank. He goes, oh, you 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 work at a bank, and it's like the acting and the the way he's communicating. It's like, oh, dude, like just looking at you, I can tell that you fucking like you're lying or that you know something more than you're you're letting on. Yeah, you could definitely feel that whenever he was talking about the car. I guess she was just stupid. She didn't, she didn't pick up on it. She was just like, I just want the dick. The what? <laughs> right. What do you think about the movie overall? Uh, overall, I think it was a good middle of the road movie. I I don't think it was as good as you said it was, but that's just because I have one or two problems with it. But it was a good watch. I mean, I, I was entertained. I enjoyed the uh the bank robberies, especially. Uh, the ending was good. If they could have tied, I don't know like pasted a little better instead of all the action at the front and all the action at the middle and in the love story kind of developed it while he was doing smaller jobs i think it would have flowed really good but then again it was already two hours so i mean i don't know if you could even add that i'm gonna 100 percent disagree with you on that i think well you're a douchebag and you're wrong well i'm a douchebag 100 percent there i think the pacing's fine i and you say it's it's front loaded and back loaded with action. There's there's action sequences in the middle of it. They have a they have three heists altogether. All right. Well, then don't sell this to me as a bank heist. Sell it to me as a love story with this guy that's a criminal on the side. That's all I'm saying. Sell this as a heist, uh, a romance movie with heist in it, not a heist movie with romance. Yes. Thank you. I don't know. I, I don't look at it as a as a quote unquote romance movie. I, I think that's going to be the biggest thing. Uh, people will kind of I don't know determine whether they like this movie or not is ba- based off how they accept the romance in this movie. I don't think it's your typical like quote unquote romance, like where they're falling in love. I, I think it's it's uh, like they're backing it up with other things and it doesn't it doesn't seem wholesome i guess is a is a word that i could use for that it's really hard to explain 
Like when you go to like a, a romantic comedy, you 100% see the romance in that. This one is just like they're having conversations together and then they have sex and then they're like, oh, let's get together at the end. And that's kind of how it goes. Yeah, well, I think the whole romance shit was when they were trying to talk about uh, their childhoods and shit like that. But was that more romance or was that more of just getting to know who his character was? Well, I'm not a fucking female. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> yeah, damn. I don't know. I beg to differ. <laughs> I'm the most unromantic guy there is on this planet, so you're asking the wrong guy. Oh, that's that's fucking true. That's true. I, I am asking the wrong person on this. I'm like, happy Valentine's Day. Here's the fucking wrench. <laughs> Here's the spatula. <laughs> <laughs> John, you, you ain't fucking laughing too hard because you don't want Rachel to fucking hear this and you'd be like, I didn't fucking laugh at that. Fuck that. Dude, that was below the belt. <laughs> I was thinking she's been telling me to get a fucking spatula that fell behind the stove for like six months now, and I keep forgetting. And I'm like, she's going to hear this and remind me again. <laughs> <laughs> this guy, I didn't want evidence. Evidence against I, me. I'm going to get to it when I get time. So I love this movie. Uh, I think it's, I think it's a, I think it's a great movie. I think it's wonderfully paced. Yes, the, the beginning of the movie is badass. Then they have they have three heists. They have the heist beginning, the middle, and the end. And they have like little moments of tension sprinkled in in between those heists that I think it offsets the the slowness of the quote unquote romance. But the thing with me is the the best thing about the movie is or the two best things about the movie is the one, how well they do to make you care for these characters. Like I was just I was watching the the middle the middle uh, heist, and I was just like, "Dude, like I'm on the edge of my seat." And what what else was there? The uh, when him and every time that uh, shit, James Coughlin would show up. Jeremy Renner's character would show up at the uh, when he showed up at the uh, the lunch table with them. That was a good scene, dude. I'm I'm like I wasn't on the edge of my seat. And I was like, "Bro, this is a, this is a this is a this is tense," and they're not. They're not adding in like a score or anything like that to make it more tense. It's basically just, oh, dude, you know shit's going down. They both know, and they're trying. He's trying to hope he doesn't say something to her to, for, to where she figures it out. And it's just it's so tense because you are up to that point caring for all the characters involved. And I think Jeremy Renner's character, Ben Affleck's character, and to some degree, Rebecca Hall's character, but I'm not a huge fan of Rebecca Hall to begin with, so it's kind of hard for me to really care for her as an actress or her character. But I think they did do a good job of making you care for all the characters in this movie, even the the other guys in the group that they gave like little to no screen time for. But you know, now that you mentioned it, I want to bring up the tension buildup in this movie, and here's one of the biggest problems i have with it they built up when you know uh when ben affleck was sitting with the chick and his brother came up and you know that was a tense scene and it just seems like they didn't build on that any further and it kind of just fizzled out you mean with them two yeah between the two brothers and then also 
you know, they built up this tension at the end. The brother's like, you know, a world port in the street. And it kind of played itself out, but I think, man, if they could have just did a little longer shoot with him in the street or something and just made that tension pay off, I think it would have skyrocketed this movie in good ways. So I will agree and disagree with that. I think uh, as far as the shootout at the end, it reminded me a lot of uh, Heat, and I don't think you've even seen that movie before, but the uh, the shootout, the street shootout in that movie is like, it's so fucking good. So good. I, w- and- I watched the uh, the clip you told me to watch, and for a minute I was like, is this that movie he was telling me to watch that clip on? Because I didn't remember the name of it. Uh, no, not the same movie. I don't think you would like Heat, to be honest with you. I, you know, it was a good shootout at the end, but there was so much tension built up on him holding court and street. I would like to have seen just a little bit more with him at the end. You know, more than how it ended for him. Something more dramatic, maybe. So I think the ending is not perfect. I think the ending is good, but there are there are things about the end that they could change. One... I feel like a payoff. They they've been talking about it all movie that he that Jeremy Renner's character uh, went to jail and he was there for what eight nine years or however many years he was in there, and then a little bit later on you find out that he went to jail because he killed someone, and then I, I don't know if it was at the exact same time or if it's like a little bit later you find out that he went to jail because he killed the guy that was going to kill Doug's character or the character Doug. So basically, he he saved him and went to jail for it. To me, it seemed like they really set it up over the course of the movie to make it to where it's like a reverse. And you can kind of see it on that shootout where Jim is there and he's you know in the shootout with the police. And you see Doug kind of walking up like he's going to try to save him. But then he like pussies out and just doesn't. And he just leaves. Yeah, you, I, I definitely think they could have built on that, man. Because I, I, at first I was like, oh, what's this dude going to do? And then he's like, I catch you later. So that that's the first part of the ending that I feel like they kind of, I don't know. They, it's just, they, they're building towards something the entire movie. They're giving us little nuggets uh, every so often. And then there's like no payoff with it. Like they just kind of go, oh, no, we're not going to do that. But that's not what you're kind of leading me to believe this entire time. And then, Doug, the entire movie has been the the moral compass, so to speak. I mean, he's a heist guy, so I guess he can't be too morally uh, competent. But he hasn't killed anybody. And he even told her that uh, when she found out that, he, hey, I haven't, I haven't killed anybody. And he's been strictly against, uh, like, like, fucking people up and taking hostages and shit like that. But then he just leaves that little shootout, goes to the floors, caps both of them, and that's it. That brings me to the point. Did you get any idea on who that guy actually was and what he did? I never figured that out. The floor? I mean, I, yeah, I, I mean, I know that he was like the shot caller of the neighborhood or something. But Yeah, I think that's all he was. I don't think they, they, did, they didn't go into detail. I wonder if the extended edition goes into him a little bit more. All it would have been would have been like, you know, that phone call he had with his dad in prison. If he, if they could have just said, you know, have you visited blah 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 or something, you know, so I know who to who that guy is. Mm-hmm. 
why there's an Irish guy in Boston. Well, I mean, there's a lot of Irish people in Boston. Really? Yeah. Interesting. I didn't do a demographic survey before I started this, so oh, wow. no, I sound like an idiot. I appreciate I think, it. Yeah, no problem. I'm here to do that for you, sir. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of Irish people in Boston. I mean, I got that. Uh, you could have said that earlier. Now, you, now <laughs> I, mean, I got my dick in my hand over here. The fucking basketball name is the Boston Celtics. <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker here. This motherfucker here. <laughs> they just made you, made you like he just killed someone, and then they don't, they don't go into his character development whatsoever towards the end. Like they don't show him like being fucked up over it. Or like any guy, kind of like repercussions. I mean, I get it. They have repercussions as as in the uh, the uh, the police are after him, but he already had police after him, so it's not like he had extra repercussions for killing somebody. So I just think they could have expanded a little bit more on that character uh, at the end with him finally killing somebody. Uh, but other than those two little nitpicks about the ending, I thought the ending was solid. And I thought the entire movie was 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 pretty great. It's uh very very well acted. And speaking of Rebecca Hall, I'm not a fan of Rebecca Hall whatsoever. And in fact, in most movies, I do not like her in. I didn't like her in uh, Godzilla vs Kong. Uh, I didn't like her in the Iron Man three movie. And uh, if she was in the other movies, I, I don't know because I don't really give a shit. She is fine in this movie. She she does some some decent acting. Uh, but I wouldn't say it was it was definitely not the best in the movie by any means. Uh, kind of going off of that, uh, I thought the character work was great. I thought the overall story was great. Um, I just wish, not wish, but I think they they could have they just could have done a little bit more of the ending. And that's that's really my biggest issue with the entire movie. I, I guess for I want to know what was wrote on that note. That was on the back of that police car. Go fuck yourself. You think that's what it said? No, that is what it said. <laughs> he showed it to him. <laughs> he showed us. I didn't even say. I must have been. Uh... <laughs> Damn. <laughs> yeah. He fucking. He, he. They put the camera right on it and said, go fuck yourself. Dude, I totally didn't even see that. I was like, what the fuck did it say? <laughs> but, but. I mean, they, they paid that off because I don't know if you remember that in the. Uh, the interrogation scene. When Doug was in the in the interrogation room, obviously, uh, John Hamm's character's in there, and he's like, "I'm gonna be there to tell you, go fuck yourself." Ah, uh, you see, I thought it was a play off that fucking antenna joke they had in there. What fucking antenna joke? You know, he was like, "Y'all boys need to be a little more uh, stealth because you can always tell a FBI because of the antenna." Oh, uh, maybe, it, maybe. And it was stuck to that, and I don't know, maybe I looked up or away from the phone for a second, but I totally missed what was on the note, and I was like, well, what the fuck was on the note? Oh, yeah, it was it was a good <clears throat> for yourself. Ah, well, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> but I have to tell you, my favorite part of this whole movie, and I about died laughing, this kid didn't say nothing, but the look on his face, man, was priceless when they're in the middle heist and they got the nun outfit on. Yes, I was. I was just about to actually mention that, dude. That was the best acting. It was shit. Was so funny, 
and the expression on that kid's face was worth everything. Oh, that dude straight up just looked at him, and he was like, the fuck? <laughs> oh. Yeah. I'm just going to turn away, because I am not surviving this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just straight up just looks away. He said, yeah, I don't get paid enough. <laughs> <laughs> I laugh my ass off. And that, that scene right there works because of that very, very tense high scene that we just finished watching. I mean, it does this nice, decent uh, car chase scene on top of that. And again, I've, I said this earlier, they're not doing any of these scenes with big bombastic style uh, scores or whatnot. It's not the score that's really making it tense. It's one, the situation, and two, you're actually caring for the characters that are involved in these situations. And it just like, it adds that, that tension there. So you're getting off this, this tense scene and you think it's all good and over with. And then they pull up right next to a police car and they're all getting out and they're all in their nun outfits. And it is just, it is just perfect. Cause they, I don't think, I think they, they held that scene just perfect. Like they all got out and they all just stared at each other for what felt like what? 10 seconds at least. It did, but it, it meant it was like, it needed to be know, that shout out. It, it it did because it's like one of those things where you're like, oh fuck, what do we do here? <laughs> right. What you what you think about all the uh, the outfits all together? I thought it was good. I thought I liked the way they did it, man. Uh, Different ones each time. I did, I yeah, it. I did like that. It kind of differentiated the the heist from each other. Uh, the only one I didn't really care for is when they went in that apartment to beat that guy up. I thought that was kind of stupid. Yeah, I'm not sure exactly how that really helped the story any whatsoever. Other than it really just furthered the development of Doug and Jim's relationship or lack thereof, deterioration of that relationship. Because that's how you knew that he was just he was just progressively getting worse and more angry and more, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, not cautious. What's the fucking word I'm looking for? Not cautious. Uh, That's what I'm looking for. Not cautious. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not fucking the SARS over here, okay? (laughs) I'm looking for a word. Not cautious. That's it. Well, I'm I'm waiting for you to fucking help me out here, throw me a bone, and you're like, ah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm the last person you should be looking for help on something of that caliber, sir. <laughs> but the the reason why that scene doesn't really work for me a whole lot is because uh, Rebecca Hall's character she never knows about it. She never mentions it. Nothing ever happens after that scene involving. Those guys or her? You know, maybe some of that shit that got cut was part of that. Yeah, maybe. I'd be interested to know now that. But, you know, one thing I did appreciate is during these heists, you know, they didn't have an outrageous car that was their getaway. You know, like we discussed last week's movie. How is it every time they have a movie, they have like, this 1970s muscle car that stands out from everybody mm-hmm. and 
these cats had a Dodge Caravan and a Jeep Cherokee and, <laughs> you know, a station well, wagon. It, it really fit. Yeah, I think, uh, they, they, I think they did that not only to kind of deter attention. You know, I mean, if, like you said, if you're driving a big old muscle car, man, it's kind of obvious, right? It, you don't have too many of those lying around. Yeah, the exactly. they, I, I thought all the heists were pretty smart with the with the getaways. You know, they would they would get in one car and then they would go so far and then they would get out of that car and switch into another car and then they would burn that one. So I thought yeah. all the heists were were smart, even the ones that they the middle one wasn't necessarily smart. It was rushed, but they they built that up to where it was rushed anyways. So I thought that that all worked out uh, perfectly. Uh, as far as the score, I, I know I've mentioned it already. Um, it's one of those cases where I didn't notice it, so it wasn't bad. There. Yeah, I ne- never even picked up on anything that would make me swing either way on it. The only reason you pick up, the only reason you notice a score is whether it's bad or good, and I didn't notice it, so it's good. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you on that one. Uh, one of the other funniest <laughs> moments I I uh, I loved in the movie was during the interrogation scene, and they had the guy. I, I want to say it was Dez. No, which one was the one that died in the ambulance when he took off and crashed? Yeah, that's not Dez. It's the other one. I don't remember his name, but I love when he's getting uh when they're making him repeat the lines back to them, like they had those, those set lines for him to say. Yeah. <laughs> and he's saying it in a certain way. And they're like, why are you speaking like that? I'm trying to be, I'm trying to make this shit authenticious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They, they go often. What? <laughs> often. Uh, I pissed myself when I heard that. <laughs> oh shit! I forgot about that. That's funny. Authenticious. <laughs> uh, but overall, yeah, I, I I love the movie. Is it like top ten all time for me? No, but it, it's one of those movies where I can just put in and I can just enjoy it. And like I told you, I didn't really pick up on the whole romance shit the first few times that I watched it and now kind of going it with a more critical eye. Yeah. I can kind of see why it is considered a drama romance, but I don't, I don't think it's, I don't think it's terrible or bad. I think it's fine. You know, I think they use that romance aspect to differentiate it from other heist movies because, you know, usually that's not a, uh, angle they take on those heist movies. Usually it's somebody dicking the other one over and surprise mm-hmm. that this person, you know, backdoored them or something. Shout out. Yeah, well. <laughs> so I, I think it was, uh, I, I understand why it was there. I just think parts of it was too long for me. But, wow. you know, obviously it wasn't for you. Uh, so in Heat, um, they do have a a character meeting another character and they kind of quote unquote fall in love. That is this, this room, this quote unquote romance in the town is a lot better than the romance in heat. I, I enjoyed this way more than, than heat as far as the romance goes. I, I really do think this is a much more enjoyable movie 
than than Heat. I I I love Heat. I like it. Uh, I think it's a great movie. There are several sequences in there that are really fantastic. The the uh, the shootout in the uh, the street, and then you got the the first little heist with the was it a dump truck? If I'm not mistaken, uh, it, it was it was at the beginning, and then you have the the final battle at the very end. And I, I thought those were some some great action sequences, but yeah, it does get bogged down uh, somewhat in that movie. Uh, I think the town is a much more complete movie. So if you're going, if you're looking for a quote unquote heist movie to kind of get you through the, get you through the night, uh, I think this is a, a great way to spend it. The, I don't think the romance should deter you from from ever seeing this movie. No, I mean I ain't gonna say let it deter you at all. I mean I'm with you. I can't fault you there. Oh, and uh, one thing before we close out with our uh, with our ratings. How about Ben Affleck coming in, uh, that girl? Shout out, pun intended, as well, because I'm talking about the sex scene. Uh, how about him coming in there with, like, the smoothest fucking pickup line to have sex of all time? Do you remember it? Run it by me again. Uh, I, I remember him saying something stupid, and I was like, what? Dude, they're they're in the, uh, I guess it's the living room or the kitchen or whatever, and he's like, hey, I don't want to, they're kissing, they're making out, and he's like, I don't want to rush things, but my uncle across the street likes to look in here, so we should definitely take this to the room. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This yeah, dude like, just said, can we just hurry up and go to the room? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, eh, I, I get you. I, th- I thought it was fucking smooth. I, th- I thought it was I thought it was fantastic. I was like, that is, that is great. That is the best way to slip in some girl's pants. Oh... We'll leave that alone. (laughs) (laughs) On air. (laughs) Laugh about later. (laughs) Uh, So, what do you what do you rate rate this movie, sir? I I give it a a strong four. I think uh, if they would have played out that tension buildup as we discussed earlier, I think it would have been a solid five. all it's missing is that tension and to play out. And I guess I could see the romance angle of it to differentiate it from other movies. So a solid four. So I think I originally gave it a four and then you just gave it a four. I'm like, I'm way higher on this movie than he is. So can I still give this a four? Well, I think you talked me up to a four. Okay. <laughs> is what I'm going to go with because, you know, like we discussed earlier, it, I don't think I liked it as much as you. But as we talk, I'm like, you know, it really wasn't bad because, you know, he is right. They did have the heist place pretty decently. And, uh, you know, the action was good in it. The character development was good. And, and overall, the whole movie flowed. So. And uh, I forgot about the all the. Authenticious. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about And that's half a point there for just that funny shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I give us four. I think the only reason I would rate it a little bit higher, uh, the thing that kind of brings it back a little bit is the score is is not really there for me. It doesn't, I mean, it's not bad, again, like I mentioned earlier, but it doesn't doesn't elevate the movie 
at all. Uh, but again, I don't know if that's a a bad thing because some of the scenes that I'm talking about that have all that tension is there not because of a score, which is kind of a hard thing to do. And then the ending, I, I just don't see a lot of the things that paid off that you've been led to think that they're going to pay off at the end. They just don't pay them off. So, yeah, I, I'm going to give it, you know what? I'm going to give it four and a half. I, I think I think it's it's not perfect for me, so I'm not going to give it five stars, but four and a half right there. It's, 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 it's a great movie. I highly recommend going to check it out. It's uh, $14 on, or $15 on Voodoo. Y'all know my stance. It's 11, it's 11 years old. Uh, I, I wouldn't buy this movie for $15 right now. I mean, granted, I already own it. But if you, yeah, get, no, if you, if you get this movie for like less than 10 bucks or watch it on a streaming site, then I think that's the way you go. Yeah, definitely. I wouldn't spend $15 on it. And if y'all but I'm me, a cheap bastard, so. If you give me like two seconds, I can check to see if this is even on a streaming app. Let's see. Yeah, it's on Netflix, you dingling. Oh, this dude just called me a dingling. <laughs> that's where I watched it. I thought that's where you watched it. Oh, it's also on HBO Max. <laughs> well. No, no shit. Yeah, no, I own the movie. I I, I own it on, on Voodoo. Well, I guess that's why I watched it in like four segments. Maybe that's why I never had to go back to where and like, oh, where the fuck was I at? It's in the wrong spot. Yep. Uh, so there you have it. Netflix, uh, HBO Max. You can go watch it. Or you can be... I don't know. I don't even know, I don't even know what the fuck word I want to use right now. It's, it's been such a long day. <laughs> Authenticious. <laughs> I was laughing. I think that's the first time we've ever used the word dingling on this podcast. <laughs> uh, but that's going to be it for our review, guys. Uh, next week, we are reviewing... What the fuck are we reviewing? Uh, it's on my phone. I don't remember the name of it. It has Mel Gibson in it. Was it uh, Force by Nature or Nature by Force? Something, something like that. Force of Nature, maybe? Force of Nature. Yeah, something some along those lines. Uh, it's part Mel Gibson. I picked it out earlier this week. It had Mel Gibson in it. It's probably gonna. It's probably gonna be shitty. <laughs> what the fuck, man? It's Mel Gibson. Most of his stuff is good. What Mel Gibson movies have you been watching? Oh, uh, the fucking Patriot. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was back when he was good. Braveheart's in it. Uh, mm-hmm. there's some other ones. Lethal Weapon. Yeah, those are all older movies. I don't remember what he's done recently, but uh. Sir, sir, it's like the equivalent of what Bruce Willis is doing right now. Have you watched any Bruce Willis movies lately? You haven't. Oh, now you made me sad. (laughs) (laughs) And (laughs) in our our next review, I am going to point out, I'm going to say, I told you so. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, I would expect nonetheless. I'm not I'm not letting us not watch this movie now, just so I can prove this wrong to you. Oh, okay. Well, you know what? I heard the new Batman's coming out. I hope it fucking sucks. <laughs> hey, <laughs> can we talk about your Lord Jesus Christ and Savior, uh, Batman? <laughs> <laughs> He's been trying to reach you about your car's extended warranty. <laughs> uh, that's going to be it for us, guys. Uh, and we will catch y'all next week on another episode. Latest. Latest.